This episode is brought to you by Living in the Light Co. Brooke started this as a passion project in 2019 while working full-time as a nurse. In 2020, she felt God was calling her to use it as a ministry and left nursing to pursue this full-time. All L-I-T-L Co. apparel is designed custom by Brooke. No items are purchased through mass sellers. All of the bows and scrunchies are wholesale through small U.S. businesses and are handmade. Their goal is to wholesale through more and more small businesses so that customers know where their items are sourced, who is making them, and ultimately can be reassured that when they spend money with them, it is going to wholesome families who are creating beautiful things to support themselves. And personally, my favorite part about them are their priority is to ensure that LITL Co. is 100% spiritually based and run, and they do not cave to culture. So head over to their website, www.litlco.com, and use the code THOSEGIRLS to get 10% off of your purchase. Thanks. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls, girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory and all of us here with Those Other Girls, we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Okay, you guys, I have a special guest today. I mean, I feel like I say that every time, but I'm Everybody I have on is really special to me. Um, I have my friend Deanna Lee, and we met through Young Women for America, which I'm an ambassador for. Are you an ambassador for that? I just finished my presidency as a YWA leader. Okay, so she was the president. I'm an ambassador. She will probably end up being an ambassador eventually now that she's graduated. Um, But that's how we met, and... um, let me give you guys a little bit of background on who she is. Um, so Deanna Lee embodies the beliefs and values of the conservative movement and works tire, tire, blah, 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 tirelessly to ensure the work continues. She, as she mentioned, she was the president of her YWA at Sam Houston University. She was the senior advisor, senior advisor, secretary, communications director, all for the college Republicans at her college. She also was the co-founder at one point and then the vice president of Students for Trump. She has worked on several campaigns, which we'll definitely be talking about. Um, she's just an amazing girl boss, political babe. Oh, I, I hate that term political girly oh that doesn't sound better she's she's amazing though um and i'm really glad to have her on and we're just really going to have a a 
candid conversation about getting involved. We're going to talk about the 2022 midterms that I want everyone to always have on their mind um, and all that jazz. Anyway, Deanna, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited too. (laughs) So first, can you tell us what got you to be want to be involved in the political arena so very funny um i actually met um at the time he was the attorney general of texas governor abbott now governor greg abbott whoa Uh, oh yeah i was in seventh grade and i went to a public charter school so i'm all about school choice and he went ahead and came and in texas we did not have public funding uh, for public charter schools even though public's in our name Um, And they went ahead and passed a bill stating that public charter schools get public funding. Well, since then, I was like, okay, what, you know, it made a huge change in my life. We finally got funding to do a lot of different things that our school needed. And I went ahead and just said, how do I make impact like this? I want to make change like this. And they were like, well, it's politics, Diana. That's that's how you get into it, government. And I was like, oh, okay. So I come into college and, you know, I grew up in a very Christian conservative household you know politics was never discussed in my household um uh, it was always just a christian values and um when i came to college i was like you know this is what i believe in the conservative movement i got involved with college republicans turning point usa and then from there i branched out to young women for america where i met mal and uh from then on i kind of just stayed within the political realm got onto campaigns um had some fun with it and I'm still having fun with it so that that's pretty much how I got into politics (laughs) awesome I well first of all I love hearing stories about people who got involved from like real life situations and there's nothing wrong with like being born into politics but I do like that shows your passion and that also I'm sure if (laughs) Governor Abbott ever listens to this episode um he would be flattered to hear that he was part of the reason that uh you got involved that is oh that's yeah great. um <laughs> yes oh were you saying something no 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 I just said yes no oh, okay good. okay um so I guess my first question for you is just going to be when you went to college and you decided you wanted to get involved what did you do first did you join a club did you um what was your major again in college i am a poli sci major political science so it was kind of you kind of just yeah so i i knew i wanted to just work in government type of deal i didn't realize you know there's the campaign politics side and then there's the actual government executing everything um and i wanted to be on the executing side at the beginning Uh, But very funny enough, I actually went into college just thinking I was just going to do like government work, never do politics, really. Um, And it actually started in my first year, first college roommate. Um, She was very offended of my American flag on my wall. Mm, Interesting. Um, Yeah, we went through some issues. (laughs) Uh, She was very offended. I had the, it was during, I I started as a freshman in 2018. So we were in the midterms. So we, I had our ag commissioner poster. I had Ted Cruz who was running for Senator. I had governor Abbott who was running for governor. And these are all the Republican, you know, in the general. Mm -hmm. And she was just very offended. And I was just like, what? No, like, you don't know. So I took him down, but the last thing that I was not going to take down was my American flag. I, I truly believe in having the freedom of the American flag. 
And um, I had an American government class at 8 a.m. Depending on who you are, maybe take an 8 a.m., maybe not. Just bless your I hearts. love early morning. I, I, I love early mornings, too. Like, But then again, I wake up at the crack of dawn. So, Same. Same. <laughs> you know, but if you're not in a morning person, do not do 8 a.m. Like, it's yeah. so different from high school. Oh, yeah. But, 100%. 100%. But so a good friend of mine who is now the chairman for this uh, Texas college republicans um he he and i had american government at 8 a.m and he would argue with our professor stating that she was not teaching the american history right you know and starting from a conservative value so a conservative viewpoint so when i was dealing with my roommate i just went up to him and i'm like hey dude i don't know how brave like you're so brave like it's an 8 a.m and you're arguing with the professor you know about your values and he was just like yeah yeah i go to this club called college republicans you should come. And oh. that's how I started, you know? Yeah. So if you are very outspoken in college, you're making an impact. I promise you, because I now, well, during my time in person, I argued with professors. I had a professor who stood up and said, I'm a democratic socialist and we should not build the wall and da, 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 da. Uh, for those of you who do not know me, I am originally from the Valley where everyone and their mother comes because it's the border in in south texas uh so you lost me but okay south texas continue south texas yep 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 south texas um at the tip where south padre island is um you can google it but the tip and she went ahead and went on a huge rant about how she has visited the valley and you know the wall doesn't need to be built and da 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 and I went ahead and just raised my hand and told her, you have no right to talk about the Valley since you've never lived down there. And she had no idea I was from down here and we had a whole entire discussion. It was a great semester. Uh, her and I argued the whole entire semester. Uh, but then at the end of the semester, I had so many of my classmates tell me that they never spoke up because they were afraid of their grade. But, they, was, were so happy. Yeah. but they were so happy that I did because... I wasn't the only one. They felt offended and they felt that she wasn't doing right either. Yeah, I was going to say that's one of the reasons. Sorry to cut you off really quick. That's one of the reasons why I think it's so important for people to stand up because Mm -hmm. there could be people who can't, who aren't standing up for whatever reason, who can't stand up. I try not to judge when people don't stand up. I really try not to. Occasionally I get a little like, wait a second, but you really don't know people's story. So you want to make sure that you are doing it. If you can, that you should be Mm -hmm. standing up because you have no idea who you're impacting. Yeah. And you know, that class was one of those classes that like every, every degree you have to take, it was one of those introductory classes. And for me, you know, I'm a policy, I'm a political science major. Like this is my degree, right? Yeah, this is your but thing. for many of them, for many of them, they were business majors. They were English majors. They were, oh you know, we had a graphic designer major in there. We had, oh. you know, just majors that had nothing to do with political science or politics. And there she is implementing her her personal views. Yeah, um, and they just they really just needed an A B in the class and like get out of there, right? And- uh, but. They were just like, thank you so much. Like, you made the class more memorable. <laughs> thank you for correcting her. Um, and I mean, that's what? why it's so important just in general to say something. Because mm-hmm. I, you made a very good point. If these are um, business majors, English majors, graphic design majors, they're not really thinking 
I, I mean, I'm sure they could be, but for the most part, if you're not really political, you're not really thinking these thoughts or these ideas mm-hmm. through. Like, I have friends who aren't very political, and they kind of see something on social media, and they're not thinking twice about it. They're not terrible people. They're not ignorant. They just, it's not something that they care about, so they're not going to think twice about it. Same, that's how I feel about medical stuff. You can almost yeah. put almost anything medical, you say something about blood, and I'll be like, wow, that's crazy, because I that's just not my realm. I don't care. So the fact that you're saying things, the fact that you are offering a different opinion, I think that, de- I mean, that is a huge thing that really, I think it caused people to think more and to think outside of the box. That's good. That's good. Good on you and your friend. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, a very, very, uh, interesting time at Sam. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I still keep in touch with those professors. Um, That's good. one of the one professor who said that she was a democratic socialist, uh, asked me if she could write a letter of recommendation for me wow Um, yes very interesting of course i did not take it (laughs) i was i was you know i I was a little skeptical that's why my wow came out like that (laughs) (laughs) but you know she uh she did tell me at the end that she was i was the first conservative student to ever speak out because usually students who viewed had conservative views would just drop the class and I remember my good friend who was a couple of years older than me when I told him I was taking her he was like Diana Lee if you're if you want to argue all semester go ahead take it but I had to drop the class because she was just too radical Wow. and you know and he was what was he he was like a weird major not like a weird major just something completely out of political science okay um and when I told him at the end, I'm like, I got a B. And he was like, you got a B? I'm like, what's, I'm like, I was supposed to get a B. I got a C because a whole other thing. But <laughs> she gave me a C. Yeah, a whole other thing. Uh, she had us watch a, sh- uh, a documentary on why the NRA is the reason for school shootings. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then asked us questions. And like, that's one thing if you ask us questions like about the video right where like you find the answer in the video no it was like outside thinking and I got points deducted because I just basically said it's not the NRA's fault it's mental health but that's you know um and she didn't agree so I also just like a side note I think that's such a sensitive and emotional topic that I don't think it's fair to put people's Mm -hmm. opinions up in front of their classmates and peers i don't know i just i think that's very inappropriate to actually exercise opinions on that well i mean i think in general i don't think political opinions should be discussed in any college class unless it's a political science class that requires you to talk about politics if not you should not be talking about why it's important to be republican or democrat in your english class yeah and history is um objective like there's no if it happens it's factual it happened or it didn't happen there shouldn't be opinions thrown into yep. a history course mm-hmm. yep 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 um i wanted to circle back <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to you were saying you hadn't your roommate wanted you to take down those posters how mm-hmm. did you deal with that conflict so um, now if you see me, um, I'm I'm not sure if you know this, Mallory, but I did get canceled. Um, I went on to... I, I heard about it. Yes, I got canceled. I got harassed. Police were involved. The dean oh, of students were involved. That. 
Oh yeah, it, it was chaotic. Um, I ended up winning a student government race, even though being called racist, not only online, but in person in my classes, I still won. Um, so I wasn't, you know, seeing that now because that just happened in April of 2021. Oh. That was a, yeah, a very brave DL, right? I go by DL <laughs> for those who don't know. Very brave DL. Freshman DL had no guts. Um, so I was a very like peacemaker. I just wanted to keep the peace. You know, I lived seven hours away from my hometown. I didn't know anyone. So I was very like, okay, let me just keep the peace. So the way that I went about it, you know, she said that the signs not only offended her, but worried her because, you know, it was, what if we got targeted? Like our dorm got targeted. And at the time, you know, it was right before Trump uh you know during the trump era of just like people are like getting upset yeah blatantly upset you know f trump you know the whole nine yards so i was like you know what if she does seriously have like is afraid for her life or her safety like you know what the least i can do is just take it down right not an issue so that's why i took down the signs because they were on our window the window that we shared and i was like you know what yeah it was a window we shared right so i was like you know what that understandable right yeah um but then the american flag was on my side of the wall the trump hat was on my bedpost the texas flag was on my bed you know those were my things and she just didn't like that she would wake up and she would see an american flag while i would wake up and i would see the mexican flag on her side (laughs) so that that's kind of how we went about it um it ended up uh, don't want to get into like the super gory details, but police were involved. There was oh, wow. a huge, yeah, there was a huge thing, and she ended up moving out um, by the end of that semester. Wow. Um, oh yeah, and the good thing is, like, the next roommate that I got was a super conservative Republican. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm sure yeah, the word so- got around town about us. <laughs> uh, yeah, she like she had heard of me. Well, we had a mutual friend and her roommate had moved out and like our university policy, whole big thing. But she ended up moving in to my dorm, which was like the nicer dorm out of her dorm and not my dorm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, a Republican. God bless. Mm-hmm. So and her and I are still good friends. I believe she's getting married at the end of the year. So that's exciting. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, So one of the things I wanted to talk about or like touch on a little bit. Was when she mm-hmm. was saying, um, when you first came, you weren't as bold. I think a lot of people are like that. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Especially Correct. if you want to keep peace. I know that I struggle sometimes with keeping the peace. Because mm-hmm. I really, I do not like strife. Like, especially yeah. if I'm living with someone, I don't like it. Like, Correct. And, I mean, and for those, yeah. And for those of you guys who have yet to go to college, um, I'm not saying don't stray away. I went to a, I went to a public university. Uh, the county that it is in is super Republican. It is a safe Republican, uh, but the campus is very liberal. And I don't want you to feel that you need to go to a Christian conservative college because even Baylor University is very liberal. Right. You know, Se- I went to Seton Hall, and I mean, well, yeah. it's in New Jersey, but that's a Catholic school and it was very very liberal as well correct correct yeah so i don't want you to feel you know listeners that you have to go to you know a certain school because unfortunately you're going to find it everywhere but 
you know, going into college, you're, you're a freshman, right? You're a freshman. You don't know anyone sometimes. Uh, you're still getting involved. You're trying to figure out like who you are for one, but two, where you belong because everyone somehow belongs in society at one in in the college society Mm -hmm. and i think what helped me build into a bolder and stronger and more courageous um and a person who doesn't really not so much care about other people's opinions but takes it with a grain of salt not like how i used to when i was a freshman was definitely a lot of the experiences i had um I had a lot of personal growths. You know, I lost a lot of friends because they found out I was a conservative. Um, But it was really a lot of the journaling and spending time with God that helped Mm. me out. Um, I I mean, it was tough. You know, I'm not going to sit here and like tell you it's super easy. No, walking with God is one of the one of the toughest one of the toughest experiences that I'm still going through. You know, Mm -hmm. the closer you get with him, the more the enemy attacks. Amen. Yeah. It, the more the enemy attacks and it just yeah. means that you're doing something right yeah. and you know that's that was a constant reminder my mom told me you know I would go through something and I'm like mom I can't beat this like I can't do it and you know that's kind of how I got into YWA was uh I had just lost all my friends and I was like oh my gosh and I found YWA on campus and it was a Christian conservative I'm like oh my gosh they do bible study great (laughs) so (laughs) I just like went to a meeting and there was literally three of us um just three of us that's all you need (laughs) and that's all you need and you know we became good friends and everything but in you know and and that your support system is very important whether it's your family whether it's your friends whether it's your your partners um your boyfriend or girlfriend whoever it is whoever you trust as your support system as long as you have a strong one you are courageous you are strong you are brave because you know the only people's opinions that you actually care about are the people who are close to you right who do you go to when you need advice those people who do you go to when there's good news those people who do you go to when there's bad news those people right so no matter what you see on social media no matter what you see in the public it really doesn't matter as long as you are happy and you are serving God. Um, so I, I hope that answers the question. Hey Amen. I don't really remember the question, but that was some good preaching you just did there. Um, but I mean, everything you said is so right. Everything, um, especially the part about who you, your community Mm-hmm. I, as I've gotten older, I have understood and recognized how important community is. Um, just, I mean, like you said, when life gets crazy, when you, so many things are going wrong, your friends, those, your community, those are the people that are going to be there and upholding yes. you. And I do want to just add to, as everyone that listens to this knows, this is the Christian conservative podcast so we're going to give everything from the christian conservative perspective and i just want to add that especially in college i highly suggest finding good christian friends um Mm -hmm. when i say good i don't mean like they're goody two-shoes i mean like good friends as in like they are going to be there to have your back um and i say this as someone who i in college i didn't really make any Christian friends in my last year. Um, and there 
last semester, honestly. And uh, there was quite a difference between mm-hmm. the first couple of years I was in college and my last yep. semester. Um, and I just, I, I will, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I, I will just say, and you know, it was very difficult for me to find a church. I, I will tell you, it's a very Christian, um, God-believing community Huntsville is where the university is at. We have, I think, 25 churches. (laughs) So a lot of different options. We have, yeah, we have about 15 college ministries on campus. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So you, we had, you had so many options. And for me personally, I went to, I'm non-denominational, but I went to, you know, try different non-denominational groups. I tried different churches and I never really found my place. Um, and a lot of the other YWA girls felt the same way. And it, and I'm not trying to like bash on any other, you know, any college ministries. That no, just, I, I mean, know. that's but real. It is okay. But, you know, it is okay if you can't find, you know, a the biggest one on in the universe in the u.s on college campus is chi alpha i never connected with chi alpha i I felt it was very um not personal for me personally so i didn't connect with that and it's okay if you can't find a christian ministry in in uh in college because in the bible it says when two are gathered i am here right Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So as long as you find someone else or a group of other people and you start your own Bible study, you say, hey, on Wednesday nights, let's go ahead and do, you know, that. Let's just do a Bible study. We'll read you know, First Samuel. Yeah. Everybody read First yeah. Samuel this weekend and we'll convene back on Tuesday and we'll discuss mm-hmm. it. I'll make cookies. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. And as long as, you know, because that's ministry right there. That's. Yeah. It's gathering together and discussing about it. And that's really how you find, you know, your connection in your group um, with that. So, yeah, exactly. And that is so important. And I don't also want you, everyone don't hear me say you can't have non-Christian friends. I am still, the person who I talk to the most from college, honestly, mm-hmm. is one of my friends that's not a Christian. Love him to death. He's not a Christian. But, um you know, the reality is, and love him, he doesn't listen to this podcast, I don't think, but the reality (laughs) is, like, you know, if I were to just think of something very devastating, if I were to get cancer, the first people I would talk to are girls in my Bible study, because I know that they'll pray for me, I know that where their response is going to come from a response of, okay, let's see what the Bible says, like, let's get into the, like, this Mm -hmm. is a devastating situation, but what does God's word say? So that's, and that's what I mean, when things get tough, and I mean, my friend, he's, if I told him, he would still love me, he would do what he thinks is best, but the reality is, in a situation like that, I I know myself, I'm going to want to blinders on what does God say because this is scary and I don't want to I'm scared type situation so that's what I mean you can have friends of all types but your really good core group when the going gets tough you really should have some good Christian female friends I really really want to iterate to that to you guys because it truly does make a difference um and another thing too these don't necessarily you know you don't have to spend 24 7 with them 
if you get your nails done, you don't have to call all five of you and you all five go together mm-hmm. and then you go to the sock op or whatever. You don't have to do that. I don't know why I said sock op. Um, <laughs> you don't have to go, I don't know, someplace together. But, you know, it's it's just so, so important. Um, especially because, and um, especially because college is such a, those were some interesting yeah those are some very interesting years for me um and we talked about in our uh Lawrence Byer um episode about having ma- meeting good friends and you don't have to make college your years of crazy partying like sure everybody I would say for uh Seton Hall I remember getting there and be like everybody smokes something whether it's the marijuana, whether it's uh, hookah, whether it's cigarettes, it's something. it's something. Everybody is smoking something. And I remember thinking that. And you don't have to participate in that if you don't want to. If, and, you know, there are certain ones I'm going to tell you you shouldn't, but that's not what this episode's mm-hmm. about. Um, <laughs> but you don't have to participate in that. You can find good friends um, that want to do something separate. That. This was kind of a tangent, but this is good. I think this is what needed to be said. Um, Tiny little promo for those other girls. Those of you listening, this is, if you're listening, this is a really, really good episode to share with your college friends, your friends that are going back to school. Because I think schools, by the time this comes out, I think some schools won't have, I know if I was still at Seton Hall, I wouldn't be back yet. Because we would come back the Monday after um, MLK day so this will be a good episode for your friends um to listen to switching gears a little bit i want to for the next maybe like 10 15 minutes i want Mm -hmm. to talk a little bit about we have midterms coming up oh yes 2022 and (laughs) primaries um i can speak on north carolina you can speak on texas actually Funny story, we don't have the same analytic system that we used before, but before we um, switched analytic systems, Texas was our biggest state. Now, I don't live in Texas. Melanie does live in Texas, but even before Melanie came on, um, for whatever reason, we have a lot of audience in Texas. So if you know, if you want to speak from the Texas perspective about and getting specific, please feel free to do that. Yeah. Um, and... I just kind of want to talk a little bit about midterms, primaries. These things are coming up and I want everyone listening to, I want you guys to all feel empowered to get ready to do something because um, by the time you guys are going to hear this on January uh, 11th, you're going to hear this January 11th <laughs> and um, this we have what that's 11 10 months well, until the primary yeah. or 10 months to the mm-hmm. midterms midterms yep so in texas uh march 1st is our i think that's everywhere right is no well no funny story quick quick aside of north carolina and this is good for those of you who are um in north carolina hear this so what they're doing now is they're redistricting um north carolina we gained a seat so Ooh. the um our state house created the maps and everything and they're in the courts. And actually by the time this episode comes out that afternoon, the judges um, will have 
they have until that time to make it just justices of the Supreme Court in North Carolina, because North Carolina has their own Supreme Court as well. Every state does. Um, mm. They have to finalize our our um, maps. And because of that, filing actually was paused. So filing to, uh, to run has been paused. And our primaries are pushed back to May. To May, okay. Yes, so, which is so in, troubling. <laughs> yeah, so in so that's what kind of Texas was a little afraid of, um, was if the state legislation did not get the redistricting down in October, midterms were going to get pushed from March 1st to April 1st. And then if they had to go into another session, it was going to get pushed to, Mar- to May 1st. Um, so that was kind of our struggle in Texas. But fortunately enough, they finally figured out redistricting. Um, and we went ahead and got, we got two, two new congressional seats and, uh, we got two. Yeah, we got, we got two more. Yeah. It it was great. It's great. It really is, um, more representation. Uh, but we, we went ahead and gained two seats and we have our, our primary in March. But what I will say about elections, and I kind of don't want to get into like super specifics, uh, just because many Texans feel very differently, just depending on where they are on the conservative spectrum um, oh, in regards of of uh, candidates. <laughs> oh, OK. I kind yeah, of it, heard about the drama kind of a little bit. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, and I will say this. It's every state, um, yeah, every true. every Republican Party in the primary. True. Um, but I will say this. It's very important that whoever wins in the primary, the party the movement gets behind them. Yes. They get behind them wholeheartedly, no, not a mean bone in their body, and make sure we get those conservatives in office. Yes. You know, and, and one thing, you know, that I love about the young generate our generation, Mal, of conservatives is we are so energized we love conferences we love rallies we love we love commotion let's just be honest (laughs) the funny part is like most of us like deal with a lot of anxiety and mental health and everything (laughs) but we're the most like (laughs) we cause so much commotion and it's crazy you know just to think about that right like we're like concert yes oh talk about our feelings no you know (laughs) yeah <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> i just love I, how you said commotion that i'm definitely gonna be well, using that yeah i mean we love to cause commotion i mean look at uh, we can look at the left and look at blm that's the only reason why they flourish why did bethel flourish because we love commotion just <laughs> our generation in general and you know it's it's a good thing to go to the rallies you know yes we support this you know get the design the posters, spend hours, you know, get with the girlfriends, do posters for the pro-life movement, for the conservative movement, you know, that's great, right? But the real work actually goes in making the campaign go, right? Making sure the voters get out and vote. And that's kind of where um, I, um, I guess I like to say specialty in of getting volunteers you know you can complain and you can say oh my gosh like why you know why are they allowing critical race theory in in, on our campuses i'm like yeah yeah um why don't you go ahead and run for school board right let's let's get in these offices right but not only get in these offices but let's go out and block walk like why aren't we talking to voters and telling them hey i'm a student at this school district and i don't like what they're teaching me 
you won't like what they're teaching me. Right. And, uh, you can, you can go out and do block walking, phone banking. Right. But then there's some of us, and sometimes it's me where I don't want to deal with people. I don't want to talk to anyone, (laughs) but I'm really good at like Canva. Right. I know how to make a killer poster. I know how to do video, you know, editing. I'm sorry. I couldn't remember the word editing. I know how to do data, right? And those are more skills that, unfortunately, the conservative movement doesn't remember to market on or to capitalize on, is there's a place for everyone to make sure that the wheel goes around. And it could be you. I mean, if you know you like, you're artistic and you know how to make something look great because I'm not the best. I promise you, I use a lot of templates. (laughs) (laughs) Same. (laughs) But you can go out. I mean, there's so many candidates. There's, there's so many politicians that are just needing a good brand. And, you know, I was talking about this with a friend of mine who is not a conservative, but she did vote for Trump. Um, (laughs) Weird. Uh, She went ahead and said, you know, what the conservative movement lacks is branding we don't have a brand yeah you know we, we suck at branding or our like, brand or what people think our brand is is not really what it is correct correct you know and she was like you know she's like i wish the conservative movement would like brand it like make a brand out of it that's what the left wins at you know yeah so if you are really good at marketing i mean recently we have just seen um arsenal trying to remember the name arsenal company they started doing all these promo videos for all these young congressional candidates who are now sitting congressmen and women you know lauren bobert uh madison cawthorn where it looks so empowering it's commotion of course (laughs) you know but it's like oh my gosh the ben guys right that's his company yeah i believe so yeah yeah you know so we need that right you so many ways you guys so so many many ways ways. i mean if you are really good at writing letters we need good letters to make sure that these donors feel sorry (laughs) and help us out you know (laughs) um (laughs) you know but it's something as simple as that or hey you know what we need you have really nice handwriting and you don't want to interact with people but you know what we need handwritten letters to our voters we need handwritten letters to our small donors we need handwritten letters to people and sometimes a candidate or the staff wants to do it but if you want to volunteer and that's all you do honey you're saving a lot of you're you're helping out so much more than what you think i promise you if you show up at your local gop they will never say no they'll be like yes please especially us young people I mean, mm-hmm. I always joke, and I don't think any of them listen to this. I love you guys if you do. But I always joke, like, I can – one time we had to download the software, download the app to do door knocking, and, like, half of the people didn't know how to do it. All I did was go to their app store, type in the name of the app, and download mm-hmm. – and it was like, oh, my goodness, you – this is why we have you all. You're so – and it's like I literally just typed in the name – click download it's not super easy anything they love it you guys you can i promise you your local gop anything like that they will be thrilled to have you come and help in any way i mean something as simple all i did was download an app 
Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I'll say this story, like, I would try to do as cliff notes. I, I'm working on my cliff note stories. Um, <laughs> no, I'm but, the same way. <laughs> my cliff note stories, you know, I, the county that um, the university is, is, like, mostly retirees. Um, we're known as Prison City because we have seven, eight state penitentiaries. That's where they kill people in Texas, two blocks from campus. Very oh. interesting city. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. But college Republicans, uh, the conservative movement on campus was never plugged in with the GOP, and I helped build that bridge. And when we did, the GOP, you know, they had money in the bank, but most of the members were, you know, the old retirees that, you know, have been in it forever. And yet the county always stayed red because the younger families that came in, they would vote Republican, but they weren't plugged in. And what we ended up doing as college Republicans, well, I when Trump trains first started out, the, one of the first big ones was here in Laredo, Texas, um, where it's a town close by. It's a border town. Uh, the Trump trains. I went to our county GOP and she had no or county chairwoman. She had no idea what a Trump train was. Oof. And she's like, Diana Lee, no one's going to come out to this. She's like, it's the middle of COVID. All these people, you know are afraid that you know they're going to get covid and they're older right they have underlying health conditions and i was like they stay in their car they just got to hold a flag and she's like diana lee no one's going to show up so we ended up i ended up planning it and i marketed it on facebook okay if you know how to do social media we need you (laughs) (laughs) every small local gop needs you but absolutely (laughs) but we she had no idea how to like even created an, an event on Facebook, a public event. And I did it. I, I created the public event. I created flyers. I went to every small business that I knew that was conservative, put it on their things. I mean, these older people struggled, like they knew who was who, they knew which businesses were conservative, but they never could physically go out there and like put a sign on there. Right. Right. And the college Republicans, that's what we did. We told the whole entire town. I mean, we got it somehow on our local um, our local grocery store. If you're from Texas, we got it in the heavy billboard, bulletin board. But I'm sorry, H-E-B. I call it heavy. Don't ask why. But <laughs> <laughs> the heavy bulletin board. And she, you know, the chairwoman was just like, no one's going to show up, Diana Lee. And I was like, it's okay. It's 10 a.m. You know, we're going to set it at 10 a.m. No one's going to. I'm like, if someone comes, great. You know, we'll go through the town, whatever. 250 cars show up the first Trump train we did. 250? Cars, yep. Wow. And more than half of them, some of them were college students that they saw a sign in the bathroom in, in, you know, the history building. Some of, you know, we had college students, we had, uh, the young families, you know, all these kids, you know, we had kids running around and, you know, holding Trump flags. And that's how we knew that there was a kid running, right? Uh, but 250 vehicles came. How many people? We didn't have, we weren't prepared. We really only prepared for like 30 cars. We got the town to be in, com- we, of course, we caused commotion. That That's what we love. <laughs> <laughs> we shut down the small sleepy town of Huntsville, Texas, that has 50 to 60,000 residents, including students, shut it down for 30 minutes. The main road was shut down because 
we didn't execute a proper like pathway and of course we didn't deal with the lights and stuff it was a whole mess but we shut down the town for 30 minutes and the best part was liberal students of course were posting on social media about how they were just so angry they you know couldn't go to their stores or whatever and they just had to see the ugly men's uh name they were just so angry da 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 that and, probably added uh, to the success <laughs> would have been like bro, we did it <laughs> but, well that was the thing like afterwards like i cried i remember sitting oh. in my car and just crying and i remember like my friends showed up and they were like dl we're so proud of you because i had told them i'm like guys it, can you guys just show up like if it's just us three, like, we'll just go home then, right? <laughs> but no, 250 cars show up. And a bunch of people came up to the chairwoman and was like, oh, my God, we need to do this again. And we did it again the weekend before the election day. And the weekend before the election day, I think we got 350 cars. Um, we got a hearse that carried, quote, unquote, Hillary's uh, uh, skeletons, Hillary Clinton's. Uh, Hillary Clinton's. Hilarious. Um, we had a Trump wrapped car, a Trump wrapped truck. We had a guy dress up as Trump. Um, him and his wife dressed up as Trump and Melania, and they really did. They really looked like them. Wow. Um, you know, we just had, and it was also like Halloween time, right? So we just had so much commotion that when the chairwoman opened the GOP on open the GOP on a voting day, right? Just to like, just be there if anyone had questions. People came in and were like, what we want to help. What can we do? You know, how, how can I get involved? How can we make sure that Trump wins that, you know, Republicans win across the board, right? And just doing something small like that, you know, as a young person, we can empower change. And you, sometimes you just need to find one I call them adults, but I know I'm an adult. I'm 21. But... Well, I feel you. I feel you on that. <laughs> but they're adults, right? Right. They got, their, they got their life together. Um, I, you know, yeah. Just find a, find a community leader. Find someone who has already, you know, a lot of people in the conservative movement says against the establishment. But if you can find an established person in the community that believes in the next generation and many of them say that they do and you really know if they really do if you give them an idea and they run with it or they say let me get you in contact with who can help you run with it and I think that's that that's definitely an important part is just finding that community person to go ahead and help you out in whatever you want to do and definitely I'm not saying don't give credit to it but definitely use other people's ideas and make it into your own that helps <laughs> wow i'm still stuck on you guys had 250 people cars cars, yeah, cars so it was yeah. more than 250 people then it was oh yeah times like we had, and you know i talked with a, a um he he is a small business owner in town and he just like him and his family had just moved there five months before um and the first trump train we were right before the uh the day before it was the weekend before the last day to register to vote. Oh, that's and good too. Yeah. So Girl. like plan it out, plan you it out well, that. because he, he came <laughs> back. Yeah. He came to me and he was like, Hey, 
you know, I didn't know, you know, this was a very Republican area. Like I knew moving to Texas, you know, was Republican, <laughs> but right. I didn't know like this was a huge, he's like, and I, my wife, she found this event on Facebook, you know, they had no connection to, um, anybody that was running it. Yeah. Yeah, no, you know, no connection to who was running it, no connection to the GOP. They didn't even know where the headquarters was. Um, And mind you, the headquarters is in like the downtown right next to the, like right on the corner of the courthouse where it's like the staple of the town. Um, But, you know, we, we were able to do that and we got him registered and he was so happy. He was a young guy, you know, three kids all under the age of 10 and his wife and him were just super happy they had made like their own signs and everything wow oh that's lovely and it it became a family affair like and that's the thing is like you're not you're never too old and you're never too young to do anything you got a kid that you know let's just say you want to go door knocking take them with you teach them you know have them have them be the one that passes the the door hanger right or puts the door hanger on the door you know, there's a job for everyone. I mean, he, he can be water boy for <laughs> your kid can be water boy, right? <laughs> yeah. To stay in the park and give everybody yeah. water when you're door knocking or even sit at the headquarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and honestly, the kids really make it count when, you know, the photos come from like, oh, yeah, you know, on the campaign trail of doing that. But yeah. it's very it's very important that you do get plugged into your local GOP because the local the local elections are the ones that impact you the most. Yes, yes. federal count, yes, state count, yes, you know, congressional and all of that counts. Yes. But the ones that really count are your local ones. So run for your local city council. Run for, you know, I'm I'm pushing to run for office even though I don't want to run for office. <laughs> but I'll support you. <laughs> I'll support you from over here. <laughs> yeah Uh, sorry go ahead no 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 I I, go ahead go ahead well I was just gonna (laughs) say we always stress here that your local local politics is so important and that's honestly how the left has gotten so far um someone in our GOP whenever we have our meeting they always say they started off with the dog catcher the dog catcher was liberal and then they just went on from there so and you know some people I think it's some I don't know if it's a joke, but I think in some states you do elect offices like that. I'm not 100% sure. But the yeah. point is, at the very, <laughs> the very smallest part, that's where they started. And that's what we just need to work on. I know. Yeah. Um, and if you're in a, a city like Charlotte, for example, Met County, it's very hard. I mean, there's more independents mm-hmm. than Republicans in Met County. So, you know, I don't know... If, I, like I said, I'm so stuck on you that 250 cars thing. I can't. I mean, it. God help us if we can get like 20 people to show up to stuff. But anyway, yeah. um, and you know, for for those of you guys who are struggling that in those counties where like there's just more independents than there are Republicans, that's where the conservative movement that name becomes a clutch for you, right? It's they are conservative, right? Many people don't like the big our name of Republican and they prefer conservative or independent and you know a name's a name sure right but that's where the conservative movement can really market on is we're all you know we all believe low taxes we all believe don't use our money on wasteful things like sending vaccines to third world countries when you can't even give to your own your own citizens right right we're just all, yeah 
you know, we all believe in the same values, maybe not like super, super to like the T, but if we can start starting in that and then pushing to go into further, it will work out. Yeah. It will definitely work out. And we had an, an event and then we'll, I'll ask you one more question and then we'll wrap it up. Um, at an event, we had someone come in and she was telling me that um, she grew up liberal. Then as she got older, she started to become conservative, but she could never switch over to, she could never be fully Republican because there were some things that she didn't necessarily agree with, but she can't stand liberals. She thinks it's, they're crazy. She was going to tell me all these things. She was listing all of her values. And I was like, well, I mean, it sounds as if you are conservative. And she's like, yeah, well, I don't like X, Y, and Z. And one thing mm-hmm. that I did say, um, I was like, where we are in this country right now, when it comes to who we so we're doing this. The goal of your local GOP is to get Republicans elected. Um, the mm-hmm. goal of the local DNC is to get Democrats elected. Um, what we're doing here in this, she came to volunteer for something. And I was like, well, what we're doing here is we're trying to get Republicans elected because we don't like X, Y, and Z. Now, when they're elected and they're doing ABC, that's when we call and let them know because our politicians work for us. I just want to remind everybody that like who you have elected. So this is one quick soapbox thing because I feel like people don't understand this. When we go to the ballot, when we go to vote, we vote our convictions. You vote. It's between you, the paper, the Nas, uh, the knob thing in some places have the kiosk. Kiosk, yeah. (laughs) It's and God. That's who it's between. Or you know, if you get um, well, never. I was gonna say nobody. You can't vote online. Um, but it's between you if you do the mail-in paper, if you have the kiosk, and God. Okay, you're voting with your conviction. When you elect someone, when they go and vote for things for you, they're voting for you. They are serving you. So you have every right, if you're congressperson, if you're state rep, if your mayor, if your school board is doing something you don't like, you have every right to go talk to them because they're supposed to do be doing things for you, not for themselves, not following their conscience. And I think people get tied up and I think that's, I mean, we'll do, we can do a whole nother episode on that, but they're supposed mm-hmm. to be working for you. Um, now I was saying, oh yes, because I was telling the story about the girl. So mm -hmm. I was explaining that to her and I said, once, you know, they're in office, ABC, they're doing something that you don't like, you let them know. But right now we are in a place where we cannot let so-and-so this, the left come into office. We see what they're doing. We know they're going to do X, Y, and Z. Mm Mm-hmm. We yep. know, we know this. It's not like a hypothetical, especially here in that county. I mean, we're having, in North Carolina, we're having some real issues. Our governor, <laughs> we know our governor is crazy and all these other things. So really what it comes down to is like, what are you, what are your values and who lines up the most? You're not always going to agree with every politician. And I was trying to explain that to her. And she was like, she said, okay, you know what? I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And then I also Mm -hmm. told her too, North Carolina is not an open primary. You have to, and 
let me explain open primary. Some states, um, you can go on primary day and say, I would like a Republican ballot. And you vote for or the Republican, all the Republicans running in their primaries. Some states you can go and say, I want a Democrat ballot. And you don't have to be registered Republican. North Carolina, you have to be registered Republican to get a Republican ballot. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing, too. If you really want to, if you care about who's running on that side and you want the best Republican to be elected, you need to be registered Republican. And last thing I'm going to say on this, registering. Everyone register, 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 register to vote Republican. If you are upset, I know I have a couple friends that like switched to independent because they were angry because of everything that's happening. Okay. It's times past. It's been a year. Okay. You have to go back to being a Republican. <laughs> Let me tell you yeah. why. <laughs> what I literally <laughs> just said about the primaries, because you really do want, we cannot complain about our, our elected officials, our Republicans that are up there. We cannot complain about our choices when we had other options and we had a chance to say who we wanted. We can't sit there and complain mm-hmm. about that. So, Switch over to Republican. We'll do an episode on that later, but I just want to say that. Um, Deanna, did you want to say anything else? Uh, in Texas, we don't have that. Um, you, you, we don't like. You're not registered a Republican or Democrat. There has been many oh. debates on that. So you, the only way um, anyone can know if they're Republican or Democrat is where you vote in the primary. So oh. the only thing that te- yeah. So the only thing that Texas releases is like for me. I have voted in, I voted in the 2020 primary and I vote, I voted in a uh, 2020 primary for Republicans. And then I voted in the general for 20, uh, for 2020, but it doesn't say who I voted for in the 2020. Um, so it really goes off of where you vote, like which ballot you get your primaries. Oh. That's how they, yes. Yeah, so it's very interesting when people only vote in the general because voting in the general we can't tell right so whenever we get data and stuff oh that must be decided difficult it is because you know and that's also the other thing uh, in like block walking and phone banking and of course they're going to train you depending on what state you're in um but for texas there are sometimes where we're just hitting doors and checking if they're registered to vote right yeah and sometimes you know depending on what data usage you're using it can you can go ahead and mark yeah they're republican oh they're independent oh they're democrat but other times you can't um so it really goes off your primary and in texas the only way you can tell if someone's a strong republican is if they vote in the last three primaries so for me as i'm 21 i just i got to vote in the midterms of 2020 um and it was the midterms of 2020 i didn't even get to vote in the primary of 2020 because i wasn't 18 um i I'm I'm labeled as a soft Republican until I can vote again in the primary. Uh, oh. So it, it's very yeah it it varies from state to state and not many people know that um, because it's more of like campaign you know yeah. <laughs> knowledge and and data stuff but you know it it is important for you to get to know the candidates especially if you're caring about the primaries is yeah. get to know the candidates mm-hmm. ask your questions if you are a single issue voter. Make sure those candidates are voting in that, you know, will vote on that issue for you. If you are an all-around person, check on who they are all around. And definitely do your research. There's many times where 
someone will say, oh, yes, I'm a Republican. And like two years ago, they were voting for a strong liberal Democrat, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that they didn't walk away. That's not what I'm saying, because, you know, I'm, I'm from the Valley where the red wave is coming. We have not had a Republican say, sit in public office in the past hundred years. Whoa. Yeah, very interesting. If you guys want to look into Texas politics, look into the Valley, Hidalgo County, Cameron County, Star County, um, all of our counties were moving red. But, you know, I'm not saying that it's not a walk away thing, but just be conscientious. Make sure you're asking those questions and not saying, are you pro-life? Like, no, ask them. What, what do you believe that abortion should be legal at, you know, X, Y, or Z? Do you believe abortion should be legal at all? You know, so ask those those questions that you have if you are a single issue voter or if you just want those uh, things. But when it comes to the general, because I know you wanted to talk on the general. Yes, yes. The general. If you are not an engaged citizen and you don't want to, you really don't care about campaigns. And I, I will stress this enough. You don't have to be a political science major. You don't have to be a political guru. You don't have to know every single bill that hits the house. You don't. If you passionately care about your values and you passionately care about these issues and you passionately care about what's going to affect you, not tomorrow, not just tomorrow, but the next hundred years, you know, your children, your children's children and continue going in your families, you need to be involved now call your local GOP, figure out the candidates, especially right now in the primary, but after the primary for the general, figure out which candidate is, you know, it's their first time ever running. They have no idea that they have to like make a Facebook page. (laughs) They have no idea that they need graphics, you know, that they need to engage with, you know, with citizens, help them out. Whether you're a people person or not, there's something for everyone to do in a campaign. Yes. I hope I hope I touched on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I I was just thinking about what you said um about in in regards to helping people when you see that they're slacking. I think mm-hmm. that is another thing that can really set you apart and really can help you mm-hmm. um make a difference is when you see okay, this person, you know what, they might need a little bit of help with their um yeah, with their social media and you're good at social media. I think that is really what's going to help. And it also just shows like we're working together. This is mm-hmm. us against, I hate the liberals. Uh, liberals. Yeah. I hate the yeah. us versus them, but at the end of the day, that's really what it is. It's yeah. us. And, you know, we have to work together. Uh-huh. We have to yeah. work together. And, and I will say this and just, you know, so you guys are aware in Hidalgo County, which uh, we have a very, very strong chance of flipping it red. And I I truly believe that we are, um, which is my home county here in in Texas. We have never had a Republican DA like run run for a district attorney. In Texas, we vote for our attorneys, depending upon party, which is a whole other discussion. But we, yes, we finally got a candidate for district attorney. And the county chair called me and she's like, Diana Lee, we need you. I'm like, <laughs> what's up? And she just said, you know, there's this guy. He is, you know, he already won the primary because it's only him. This is our only one that we got, the DA. And he has no headshots. 
he needs like Facebook page, you know, the whole nine yards. And I recently have picked up a lot of different types of work right now. Um, and, uh, I told her, I'm like, I unfortunately cannot do it full time. I cannot take it over. But what I can do is I know all these high school kids that are around here that love to play with social media that can make sure this guy is well known, not just in the younger community, but in the middle-aged, older, you know, generation. So now this man has, I he, I think he has one or two interns that they're starting to work on his social media right now. So after March 1st, when the primaries are over, he is good to go and is game and ready for his political campaign. That's great. That is but, how we're going to do this. We're all and, working together. Oh, I love it. Just work together. Yeah. <laughs> just work together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to close this up, I just want everyone, two things. I want you to remember to get involved, go talk to your GOP. And then number two, you can do you, whatever God has called you to do, whatever your talent is, that could be used to help in this. Because we have midterms coming up and we we can do a red wave we can take back the house and we can definitely take back the senate i think that's definitely within the realm of possibility we can do it i know we can but we can't get slack we have to work together to do this okay last question we've gone over an hour but that's okay happens all the time um this is the question we have started asking everybody that comes on if every single girl was looking at you right now and asked you what is the advice you would give to me every single girl in the world what would you say to them keep going just keep going um i and if you guys ever want to reach out to me you guys or mallory go ahead share all my contact info with them yeah we'll do Um, the contact thing at the end yeah um but reach out to me i've i've gone through a lot um very quickly i can tell you a couple of like just mad parts but two uncles of mine passed away right before i graduated high school i immediately Mm -hmm. went into college i've dealt with horrible roommates i've dealt with um getting canceled dealing with it in person getting harassed doing it online i've gone through losing a lot of friends because of who i am i've gone through battling my faith of is this really for me is this faith for me you know because unfortunately through all of this, we are doing one thing and one thing only, and it's fighting spiritual battles. And the one thing that keeps me going is just the little girl that I remember I was when I was told so many ugly things that no, you know, the only people that believed in me were my parents, were the few teachers that I had. And all it was was just keep going, keep going, have faith and believe believe in God just just go and you know you're gonna have really high days you're gonna have really low days trust me and that support system is really important but you just got to keep going no matter how bad it is you keep going because at one point there's going to be a light and when there is light you're gonna be so thankful for that dark time so that was beautiful wow thank you that was good (laughs) but literally just keep going um keep going (laughs) 
you know, and, and you know, we're all pretty young. I, I think what the average age of people listening are yeah. like around. Yeah. It's like we're 18 really, to 28. Yeah. We're young. You know, we, we some of us have kids. Some of us are married. <laughs> but you just keep going. Yeah. You know, and you're going to have good years and you're going to have bad years. I mean, 2020 was the worst year for me. Oh, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> you know, I mean, we had Rona, but no, it personally for me it was a, it was a really tough year for me. Um and in 2021 it just picked up and I'm really really uh, excited and have so much faith for 2022 Um, me too me too I really think um this year I don't want to be like this is our year I was joking with one of my friends I'm like I'm I'm Mm -hmm. not going to keep saying that I say that every year this is my year I'm I'm not going to do this no 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 just yeah I this could just be a good year you know I think we all I know for myself, speaking for myself, I'm going in with different expectations and a different mindset. So I think that that's going to also help it pivot to be a better year the past mm-hmm. two years. I, um, I, oh, sorry. I will say, just because you mentioned it, and I, I'm not trying to, like, down it, um, but I've learned from a very close friend of mine who's had many failures and who's finally thriving. Um, never have expectations, especially for other people. Mm. but have standards Mm -hmm. because your standards will never disappoint you but expectations will so as long as you have high standards and i'm not just talking about standard high standards in your grades or in you know the people that you surround yourself in or you know your future partner just have your standards and if those standards are not met they're not it that is not it don't continue to hold on. Don't continue. No. So, sorry. No, <laughs> I, I had I, and I and I had to learn that twenty twenty one. That's why I was like twenty twenty one was an eh year, just because yeah. I so many of my expectations were. I don't want to say belittled, but weren't met. Yes, and I had to learn very difficult that it was my standards. My standards were low, but my expectations were high. And as soon as I flipped it, life is good, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Flip it from standards, low expectations, high. Flip that. I like that. Um, can you tell us how, if someone wants to get in contact with you, your social media, um, and all that jazz? Yeah. So Instagram, I'm something. Yes, like you write out something. <laughs> something <laughs> underscore epic. Uh, Twitter, I think it's something underscore epic one. I think um, just look up Diana Lee. It's a very, you will not find another Diana Lee Enriquez. I promise you will not. Uh, and on Facebook, if you want to more than welcome to friend request me, just like send me a message and be like, Hey, I heard you on the other girls. So I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. Uh, but I think those are all my social medias. Yeah. Your Twitter is Diana Lee. E O O. Oh, zero, zero. Yep. I was, I'm in two thousands, baby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for looking that up. So I'll, and I'll link everything, everybody. Um, just and when you guys want to reach out, please do. She's an open book in that sense. Um, and she really like I didn't read out her entire resume, but she's done a lot. And really, I those of you listening that are in college and are feeling uncomfortable or you're feeling a little nervous if you're about to go off to college and you're listening to this maybe in August of 
I don't know, 2024 or something like that. And um, I really do um, want you to be encouraged and Diana can definitely help you. Um, Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. This was a really good episode. In my head, I was like 45 minutes. We're going to do a hard 45 minutes. It's been over an hour. Um, That happens. That happens. Um, It's okay. And it's okay. And it's okay. Thanks everybody so much for listening. Um, We will be, Vic and I, we're going to be at the North Carolina March for Life on January 15th. If you are there, please come say hi. Hope to see you. And I'll be at the, Mal, I will be at the um, National March for Life the 21st of January. And um, I'll also be at the summit. So if you see me there, please say hi. Also, too, if you're going by yourself, please reach out because we're, um, Mel and I are like doing like a group. So if you're going by yourself, you won't be by yourself. Um, or if you're nervous about going and it's your first time you and like a friend or something like that, and you just want a group to be with, please reach out. Um, we would love to have you be with us. We'll meet that morning and then we'll walk over to the rally. We'll figure out time and stuff like that. The rally typically starts at like noon. People get there at like eight. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't know if we'll be the group that gets there at eight, but we'll get there. Um, anyway, <laughs> reach out and I'll add you to a group chat and we'll all um, go together. I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, check out our merch. We have, um, you still have time if you want to get something pro-life related for the March for Life to wear. Uh, you still have time. Head over to our website. It also really helps us um, pay for the website and all of the other things that we have that go into the podcast. It would be very beneficial to help us with that. And it'll help us spread the knowledge that we have here. Oh, yeah. Um, and make sure you rate, review, subscribe, follow, share. This is one thing. This is another one to share with your college friends. Um, I think this will just be a really good episode, especially if they're new to college and they just want some encouragement and they want um, to feel empowered. I feel like this is a very empowering episode. Um, yeah. and, and you guys don't don't be afraid to reach out to me. Honestly, my DMs are open. Will I answer you at 2 a.m.? Probably not because I go to bed early <laughs> like a grandma. <laughs> uh, but I, I really am, like Mal says, I'm a very open book. Like, can ask me anything. I just had a close friend of mine. Um, she has so many opportunities coming up for her, and she has no idea what she's going to do. And I literally told her, pray. I'm literally here for you. Just pray. Yeah. Um, That's so definitely reach out. Don't Don't be a stranger. I promise you, I do not bite. Unless, uh, well, no, I, I don't even bite. I'm, I'm, I'm too lazy to do that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, wait, where were you going with that? You don't bite. That's a scenario, but yes, she's great. <laughs> I don't bite, I promise. <laughs> she can definitely help you um, if you have questions or anything like that. Uh, thanks, everybody, so much for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. 
Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.